Hi, my name is Erin, and I'm an alcoholic. And my name is Ken, and I'm also an alcoholic. And welcome to Podcast Not Perfection. Hi, Ken. Hi, Erin. And hello, everyone. World. world. Oh. The whole world. The whole world. Uh, uh, Australia. <laughs> uh, 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 Australia. <laughs> well, someone from Australia listened to yeah, us. Yeah, that one time. Negative 1%. Less than 1% <laughs> is 1%. our... Well, that's yes. what it, That's the statistic. I don't ever know what those little carrots mean. It little, means less I mean, than. I know what they mean, but I just think oh. confuse me when they're... Different direction. Yeah, so Australia. Hey. So next week we'll have a math lesson. <laughs> so welcome back to the podcast, everyone. Welcome back to Podcast Not Perfection, back. a podcast about recovery, hope, and strength with a healthy dose of comedy. Oh, yeah. I just wanted people who are just tuning in to be able to know what they're about to get themselves into. How was your week? Oh, week? week was good. Growth? What did I do this week? I just said I would it would come to me and I literally nothing is coming to me. <laughs> I was like before we started recording, I was like, Do you know what you want to talk about? I'm like, week? Yeah, I got this. And <laughs> he I... was so confident. Crickets. Um what did I do this week? I worked, I sponsored. Oh yes, you did. Went to meetings. That's a full week. Yeah, that's what I did. Yeah. Growth? Um, yes. <gasps> And I credit you with that. Oh, me? Yeah. I wish I had the dang book in front of me. It's in my car. <laughs> it's that one that we were at a meeting and I, uh, that whole day I meant to like get up and like clean my apartment and just be, cause I'm supposed to be moving soon. And then he, they want, my landlord wants to show off the apartment to a new tenant. And like, let's be real. It is a pigsty, like disgusting. Like I want to let my parents in cause it's gross. My own fault, you know. No one else lives there. But me and the damn so cat. <laughs> There's a lot of cat litter everywhere. Is there? Well, they to, make like, a mess. He gets like stuck in his paws and like Ew. tastes like mouthfuls of it and puts it in bed or something. <laughs> he hates me. I think that cat. Oh. <laughs> like, screw Kevin. you. No, Kevin loves you. Uh, so you're cleaning. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I had this Thursday. I was gonna like clean because I've just been doing more stuff than usually usual. You know, I have like plans during the day and like I just get tired easy because I'm just really like. Not in good shape, I guess, and stuff like that, which is a whole other issue I'm tackling soon. But <laughs> soon. it's, um, yeah, I woke up and like I had these plans to do this, and I was just like, never mind, I can't do it right now. I'm tired. I do. The and then it just thing. like threw off my whole day. I was like, I wasn't like compassionate with myself. I was like, you're a loser. You didn't, I didn't say this, but like, this is pretty much how I felt about myself. Mm-hmm. I was like, once again, you set these plans for yourself and you didn't do them. Like, aren't you sick of you? Like, yep, yeah, I am. And there's like 18 different me's talking at this time, too. It was like, we're all sick of each other. <laughs> um, this is all very relatable. Yeah, I was just in a blah mood. I didn't want to do anything. But I had a meeting that night, and I had to sponsor that night. And I was like, let's do that stuff, whatever. And I show up, and you were talking about this one paragraph in Two Wives, the most absolutely patronizing, patronizing <laughs> chapter the in the book alcoholics anonymous if anybody wants their blood to boil right now go pick up a copy of the big book and read two wives quite literally when we started reading that like a week and a half like oh, two, two weeks, weeks ago, ago at this meeting. everyone was like Ugh. like she like rolled her eyes inside at it there is some good stuff in that chapter but you have to yeah. really look for it and it, it's not even written by a wife of yeah. an alcoholic it's 
literally written by yes. Bill W. Ego. So there was this one paragraph you highlighted, and it was like when, and obviously it's like a husband and wife working together to solve problems and like forgiving and taking a mistake as like a lesson and going forward. And the way you talked about it was just like, you know what, today was a mistake and I didn't do the right thing and it's okay. It is okay. All you got to do is just do better next time. Yeah. And you know what? It is 24 hours a day. That's what we learn Mm. in the program of AA. Just 24 hours. So you get a new 24 hours. Every 24 hours. And plus, like we, I think we talked about either last episode or the episode before, you can restart your day Mm. at any time. Anytime. Anytime. Heck yeah. So, yeah, I had growth in that aspect. I need to fart. Okay, everyone. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't want to just do it. it. Just, no, just do it. No, I think it I got. I want you to. It got. Oh. <laughs> and now I got. Then I, I got nervous, and it got caught in my throat, and it just dissipated in my throat, and it's gone. And who knows where all that air is now? <laughs> I'm looking for a new co-host, everyone. No! I'm just kidding. I'm just never, never, never. Okay. Well, do you want to hear about my week? Because I had a whirlwind of a week. A whirlwind. It was a whirlwind. Yes. Tell me about it. So I finally, mm. finally, finally, after a month of dragging it out, moved completely out of my little apartment. Mm. And now I'm fully moved into my new home with my mic. With my mic. My mic. My beautiful partner. Aww. Handsome. Be- it's the same. He's got a she- great beard. He does have a good beard. Oh, he's going to love that you said that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I aspire to be, I think I've told him that. I think I aspire to be his, <laughs> his as, beard? as beardly as he is. <laughs> so, yeah, we did that. And that was, it was actually emotional because that was my first apartment that I lived in alone. Mm. And I think because I was living there alone, I did a lot of growing yeah. in that apartment because I spent a lot of you know solitude finding myself and just going through things and that apartment meant a lot to me and I really loved the area too yeah I'm gonna miss just waking up and walking walking downtown I love that I could yeah. walk everywhere and getting coffee and a croissant a croissant, croissant with a Q with a Q I was just gonna say what have you said that yeah. and and going down to the river and just sitting on a bench and eating my croissant and my coffee. That and sounds like heaven. It, yeah, it was just a really good area. But I um, yeah, I got were... a really nice... Oh, but I'm also ready for like this new chapter in my life. I feel like it's different. It's going to be different. There's going to be new things opening up for me. I'm in a safe and secure relationship, which I've never had before. I feel like I've never felt this bad. safe and secure. Change is like scary, but it's like often now in this era for me like exciting and like yes maybe a little challenging which is always kind of nice too in a sense very challenging inside i feel like for me and like that that's that's when you grow i feel like is when you're yeah yeah i'm still growing as a person and i don't know i'm just excited to live with mike and i think we're a good team funk yeah funk yeah i just did it i just burped I heard it a little bit. <laughs> it, was, it was just air, though. It it's not going to come it out. Was like, it's, just, it's just for us. <laughs> um, and yeah. I did. Um, oh, I got a really. So just to demonstrate how much I did grow in this apartment, I got this really nice text <gasps> from so my nice. landlady. It was really nice. She, I, Gail. Ed, oh. Is well, her I name Edna? I don't know. 
Sorry, Gail. <laughs> she, I was her first tenant in that apartment, like that she, I want to say hired, but that's not the right <laughs> word, that she signed with. And she really gave me a chance. Like she didn't even ask for a credit score, which if she oh, had, damn. I probably wouldn't have gotten that apartment. Yeah. But she took a chance on me. She just liked me and um i paid my rent on time every month and but we also took walks together a lot Aww. like it was she was just a really really great like what's the word land landlord Lord? landlady landlady land person land person landlady. and let's be politically correct and call her land person <laughs> right that's why i said that <laughs> i don't like how it sounds though <laughs> i don't like it either uh she was actually an ocean person Oh, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. So, oh, but she sent me a text and she was just really sweet. She was like, I'm going to be so sad to see you go, but this, that apartment served you really well. I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy for you. Ooh. And it also feels good that, like, I didn't burn a relationship to the ground. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm leaving someplace and I know I didn't burn a bridge and I formed a relationship and, like, I could come back there at any time yeah. and I didn't. I don't know. Yeah. I was a valuable member to that community, that really small tenant kind of community. So yeah. I don't know. That was just, that was really cool about my week. And one of my sponsees celebrated one year. Oh, it was sober. so amazing. So cool. Yep. That was cool. And I had the honor of being able to give her her medallion. That was a beautiful medallion you gave her. Too. Oh yeah. I loved it. It was really cool. It was very uh -huh. abstract. I thought it was perfect for her. Yeah, I did too. I saw it and I was like, Christine. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, that's okay. I didn't say her last name. <laughs> so, yeah. and Does she listen? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't really know. She's usually on a boat somewhere. She's so not, probably, she's, probably not. <laughs> probably not. And she works a lot, too. She yeah. works a lot, and in her spare time, she's on a boat. So, I'm a, I am a GSR for my home group, oh, which yeah. is a general service representative. Basically, I'm the representative of our group. I mm -hmm. was voted in. I Well, I, like volunteered and mm -hmm. everybody said okay um so part of my duties is to go to these area assemblies and this was the first one i went to this past weekend with my friend our friend melissa mm -hmm. and it was in littleton new hampshire and it was a really pretty drive it was long it was pretty like two hours <laughs> yeah it was like it took a, a whole day and yeah. we got to vote on an agenda item um and i guess i don't know it was just kind of cool to see I uh, know AA, AA as an organization is pretty interesting to me how they're run mm -hmm. like and just how everything works. So that was pretty cool. So that was kind of that's like a cap of my week. So growth. We also just got, like we also all got, those like, things. We also got to celebrate Charlie's birthday. Charlie turn two. Yeah, Charlie. Charlie. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Who's that? Scammy. Scammy. Bynaween. Bynaween. Wayne. Mm. Auntie, see, see, see. those are just some of those are just some of her yeah. catchphrases. Some of, yeah, her. She's. <laughs> oh, and I got to see Grace and Lucy this week too. I had dinner with Emily, and so yeah, busy, busy week. I don't know how we're gonna segue into our topic. Willingness. willingness. So yeah, this week the topic is willingness. Step six. We're halfway there, baby. We are halfway That's there, wild. and then what? And then the podcast ends. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Doesn't. So, willingness. 
I'm going to read a definition of willingness. So uh, it is the Oxford oh, Dictionary yeah. is my source Thanks, on Oxford. my Google phone. Ooh. So the willingness is a noun and it is the quality or state of being prepared to do something. Readiness. So when we're thinking of willingness, it's entirely ready to do something. Mm -hmm. And then in the context, since we're talking about principles related to AA, right? Willingness is the principle that relates to step six, which I'm going to let you talk about a little bit. Yeah. <clears throat> step six, <clears throat> willingness. We were entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. So that's step six yes. in, the, in the big book. And the defects of character refer to um, what comes through in all of your step five work. Right. In terms of like your... Which you wrote about in your fourth step. So all, all of the steps just continue to build on each other. So mm -hmm. in your fourth, you do that inventory. You find all of kind of... You, you dig, dig, dig and find these flaws and admit them. So now you kind of know what stuff you're made of. Yes. And you know what kind of like makes you tick and what forces you back into your sort of destructive behaviors that uh, create serious problems in your lives. Yes. And I think these are referred to in the book. Actually, I know they're referred to in the book as your character defects. Yes. You could also uh, say uh, your limitations. If you We've decided to coin them, them affectionately. Gremlins. Uh, gremlins. gremlins. That's what Ken and I. Our character gremlins. Yes. So our character defects, Ken and I, are forever hereafter more calling them our gremlins. Yes. And, and they cause all sorts of trouble in our personal relationships mm -hmm. and in our spiritual house and our lives. Yeah, everywhere. It, yeah, they affect every aspect. Everything. And even, the, yeah, yeah, everything. It's crazy. Yeah. So um, could, I'm sorry. Yeah. Could you please read? Um, in step six, you have to prepare for your gremlins to be taken <laughs> away by admitting to yourself that you're fully ready to move past them. Willingness is a virtue means you have to be ready to be absolved so that you can move forward without looking back. You should have willingness in everything you do. And for anybody who doesn't know what the word absolved means, it is to be free from blame, guilt, or responsibility. To be set free from. So, like, I think they're talking about spirit or mm -hmm. God um, absolving you from from those gremlins. <laughs> I like that. I mean, can we use? Yeah, gremlins I, is just gremlins, a word. Yeah, it's just a word. It's I not just, like the movies that from the eighties oh, or seventies. Don't sue us. Yeah. Don't <laughs> sue us. Don't do that. We're gonna go after this low-level podcast, man. <laughs> gonna cash in on our gremlins money. <laughs> we would be bankrupt. <laughs> <laughs> so, what was your personal experience with step six, and what is your personal experience with willingness? Like, how do you? How do you feel? How do you feel about the word willingness? Do you feel like you have that? Do it's, you feel like I, I? It's weird because I feel like in all of our discussions so far, we've had had something that sort of like stands out in my mind, and it's like, oh, I have this to talk about, that to talk about. When it comes to willingness, I almost feel like I don't have things coming forward so freely like I normally do. I agree, and I think it's just genuinely because I'm not. I'm, I guess I'm not in a, in a spiritual sense of willing. Does that make sense? Spiritual being sense that wants to be willing. I <laughs> <laughs> just made it more confusing. <laughs> well, no, I understand what you're saying. And I think it's because willingness is tricky. So I, I, I think when they're, I, I, I think that when they're, I think the word entirely 
right the phrase entirely ready i'm not usually entirely ready to give something up and i think that's what step six is about is giving things up letting things go and if we talk about i want to talk about sandy beach again Mm -hmm. this this wonderful man um i don't know if i've said this before but i think i have i thought sandy beach was it was like a fun moniker no, that's his. The man's name, name was actually. That's his name. Yeah. Sandro Beach. Sandro. No, Sand, I think it was Sandy. I don't Sandy, but I I don't know what his actual like. Okay. I think Sandy was like a nickname. Oh. I don't think that. I don't think his parents. Oh, maybe he him. didn't come out of the womb. They're like Sandy. Sandy. Maybe he's Sandy haired. I don't know. But he says that the entire program of AA can be summed up in two words, and that is let go. Let go. And there's a lot of things that I am unwilling to let go of. Or if we're talking in kind of AA terms, big big book terms, I'm unwilling to allow my higher power to take from me because I'm holding, if you think about like a rope. Mm-hmm. So I'm like holding on to these things so tight and, and, I'm holding onto it so tight that I'm getting rope burn and I won't let go of the rope. And so the pain is so great that like I'm forced to, and that's how a lot of my step six goes. I feel like is mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to let something go until I have enough pain. And that's really unfortunate. And I don't think it has to be that way. I think that's just the way I do it a lot, which, um, that's a good metaphor. I don't have to, that's a good metaphor, but that's the way it was with drinking. Mm-hmm. So I needed a willingness. I needed to be entirely ready and entirely convinced that I'm an Mm -hmm. alcoholic and I needed to be entirely ready or else it was not going to work. I needed to be entirely ready to have God take that problem from me. I was just going to say, can you give me a real life example of that? And And that was like my first, but (laughs) that's just the first one. Mm -hmm. So in order to move forward in this program and to live like a happy life and not go back towards the drink, which was my spiritual solution for so long, I have to work on these behaviors and all these gremlins inside of me. (laughs) And I have to allow God to take those because when we talk about, we were kind of talking about this earlier and like, I'm not going to be able to because my ego Mm -hmm. you can't change you you can't change you i mean i can take action Mm -hmm. but i'm like you can change like your outfit but you can't change your inside so much so much i think it happens over time and it happens with the help of a higher power in my experience yeah funk yeah yeah. so that's my pg-13 pg version of fuck (sighs) erin i don't know We'll label this episode explicit. explicit. It gives us an option to do that. And, and we haven't yet. Yeah, so every I, I debate it every time. Like, every should time. I, should I, I? I know I swore. The only time, unfortunately, the only time I've only done it once. Edited this podcast. I called her. I was like, do I make it explicit? She goes, I think about it every time. But I, I don't. do, but I never do. Just get ready to hear some. Because I don't think children are listening to us. No, I wouldn't think so. I know that Olivia listens to us. Yes. <gasps> Live. Okay, wait, before we go any further. Stop the presses. Stop this podcast right now. So Liv, oh. uh, Angela's daughter, Liv. Olivia. Olivia is starting her sophomore year of high school tomorrow. She's mm-hmm. captain of the volleyball team. Captain. I just want to say I'm proud of you and I love you. Love you. Love you, kid. And that's all I wanted to say. 
we'll keep it brief. We don't want to yeah. embarrass her too much. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to pinch your cheeks next time I see you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making little crab hands. <laughs> I wish we had videos sometimes. Sometimes. But, but only like but only for brief glimpses. Yeah, you know? just a little Sometimes I like picking a nose or something. Picking yeah. a nose. Picking might be your nose. nose, might be my nose. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. Give me a real life example. So. Like maybe not with you, but like a person. With a person. I mean, I would only, I can only keep it in my own experience. Experience. I mean, so the other, well, I think my example could be about last week when I let something go. Mm. I wanted to fight back and I wanted to defend my ego. You did. I, it was because some, someone poked at it. Someone poked at my ego and my pro, like all that stuff. And instead I, but it's so funny because what I did, it was, I sat with it. Yeah. And, but I let it go to God, but, and I was willing to not do, and this isn't a good example about taking action, but just, it is I, an action. I almost feel like the more you talk about it, the more. Like, confusing it guess? no 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 because like the I'm more i didn't do my step six correctly oh because i feel like i actively take strides in my life to do things that are different that make me like that take away those things that i don't like about myself and like my defects that i need to like change and i've never really just like been like maybe i have but not like actively enough uh where i want like you know like like every few weeks it's like on freaking repeat. It's, I think it's my most annoying trait. I'm sure other people think it's pretty annoying too, but I will just like one thing at work will just like set me off and I'll be annoyed the rest of the day. And then you, there's no saving me. I'm just angry and I don't want to be there. And I talk about quitting and my boss is like, shut up. And she has to deal with that. And I leave and I feel ashamed of myself because I feel like I'm doing so well. And I'm like, look at me, I'm doing well. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh yeah, well, I got one bad tip and that's it. That's all. I'm done. And I want to burn this place down. And I haven't, I guess, asked God to like remove that from me. And I, but I don't even know how to like describe what that is. Is it just like my anger? That's a bunch of different things, I guess, really, honestly. I think that's part of it is you have to be really specific. And I think in order to be specific, you have to know, and this is why we do step four and five, right? We do those with the sponsor. So we figure out exactly what our defects are. So what does that come back to? I think that's you? coming because one of my biggest things that was come, came up in my fifth was like my self-esteem. So I think that <clears throat> when I'm at work, I, you know, I know that I do a good job with the people that I'm with when I like wait on them. Like that's where I come alive. That's what I love to do is to like talk to them and serve them food and make them laugh. And like, they like to take care of me. It doesn't, it's just, I feel good doing that almost even altruistically. Mm -hmm. But of course that's how I make my money. So like, I prefer not to do that like that. <laughs> so I had this one table <clears throat> on Friday that, that they've come in a bunch of times before they're fine people. Um, and they ended up leaving me like a really crappy tip. But after they were like, oh, thank you so much. Have a great night. And I just was like, I, I felt like a big, it was a big smack in the face. And in my mind, I was like, this is the measure of how I know I'm doing a good job. So clearly I didn't do a good job. And I don't like that. And it made me mad. It didn't, it hurt my, yeah, there we go. Your ego. 
it's death of the ego is what this step is. I know. And I literally, this is what that step is about. I've been trying so hard to like not have one. Like I am no, well, this is the thing you're like, I feel like the more you can try to take Mm. your ego away, how does that work? It doesn't like, because you and your ego are like, it's like, I can't remove my own ego. That doesn't make sense. I even like, I don't know how to describe it. I mean, it just, I've even like omitted using the word ego in the last few weeks to be like, I don't have one. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Damn. You know how I always use that excuse? Like, oh, they're just sick. I got to point that finger right at myself a little bit, huh? Well, I think we all do. Yeah. Because it's never about anybody else. So like, what would you like? So I guess my ego and my pride and my self-esteem, again, those are all pretty similar. Those are all wrapped up. Yeah, like, right. In, in each other. So in your situation, you're not going to be able, and it just goes right back to powerlessness because all these steps intertwine. So were you able to just stop drinking on your own? No. So I don't think you're going to be able to just stop getting mad because somebody poked at your ego. Like that's an automatic reaction. You need help and you need to specifically ask for that. But you also have to be entirely ready. Yeah. You might still be holding on to that because there might be, you know, how like justifiable anger sometimes that feels really good. This might be a stretch, but I feel like maybe I'm not to a point where I'm really confident in my life with things I do. So, like, when I go to work, I know I do a fairly good job, and, like, I'm happy and proud of that. And when it kind of gets, like, shat on in a sense, I'm like, that's all I've got, and now I'm mad because now I have nothing. Which is not the case, I realize. But that one thing has been, like, something I've been good at and getting better at noticeably. It just sounds like this is where we have to, like, focus on our spiritual work. Yeah because that's where it's at because when we straighten out spiritually we straighten out mentally mentally and physically and in all other aspects of our life so like i when i'm struggling at work which happens a lot and i i do the same thing as you i get mad over silly things i had to make an amend to an amends to one of my coworkers last week too i probably owe I probably owe several. Yeah. I got really mad because of a situation where it wasn't even that big of a deal. Right. Mm. Like in the grand scheme of my life and hers, it didn't mean anything. But in that moment, I flew off the handle. That little moment in between. That little moment. The action and the reaction. And I did not reach out to God. I did after, but it wasn't already too late because I already let my ego slide in and take over. I was going to say, I did take a moment to literally just like try and like be like, just just help me out. Take this away from me. And like, it was too late. It was already. It was already, already, yeah. Yeah, but so what I know I need to do in those situations, obviously there's something happening inside of me spiritually where where, mm. where I cannot handle these little inconveniences, right? Like, because when I feel good spiritually, those things don't even bother me. It's like, you can do, call me anything or do anything to me. And I'm like, Meh. Mm-hmm. you know, so I just know I need to like double down on like, what am I focusing on here? What am I... You know, I need to get back to the the basics because sometimes I don't spend that time in prayer and, and sometimes I don't spend that time in meditation. Sometimes I don't spend that time and I and it's very sneaky and and it all comes back to willingness. What am I willing to do mm-hmm. to 
feel good enough that these things like my defects aren't taking over my instincts yeah. my ego like my instincts and they it, it's it's hard to do i've been struggling to like find my routine and i keep blaming being busy which but you're just justifying probably literally and earlier when you came in uh you said something about were you not meditating and i was like what are you calling me out uh Guilty conscience much. Oh, I wasn't, I, that really wasn't directed. I know, you. but that that's, my reaction was that right away because I know what I'm not doing. Well, and the only reason I said that is because I just started like getting bet because I, I started noticing like these little things are bothering me and I put together, well, Mike really did this whole room over for me and it's like my little serenity room now, which you don't need a whole room to do it. It's just nice that I have it, mm -hmm. but like. I I've been getting back into that. Yeah. And it is, a, it makes it a lot easier. So that's the only reason I said that is because I, I have been like getting back into it. So we've been talking a lot about willingness and how that's a huge principle, but we haven't talked about, exactly how does one become willing to allow spirit higher power god whichever you choose doesn't matter to us or anybody else how does one become willing to let go of something yeah so like we talked about like what things we might want to be rid of but how yeah how do we become willing how, how do does we that get to that point click in our mind that like we got to get rid of this for me Oh, you asked? Thank you. Okay, I'll go. I'll, I'll, go. I'll talk. In my um, mind. Yes. <laughs> I heard it. I heard it, baby. I know. Um, I use, I mean, obviously the most broad example in either of our lives, I think, is our uh, drinking. And our, our and towards the end, it was just like we felt, I felt, not we, sorry, I'm not speaking for anyone else. I felt defeated. I felt gross. I felt like it wasn't doing anything for me. So using the example that I said about my work life, when I leave work and I act sort of in a way that like I'm not proud of, when I get angry about one little thing and let it take over my whole day and like no one can like talk me out of it, no one can help me, no one can save me, I leave and I feel like like guilty and I'm like ashamed of myself because that's not who I want to be, mm -hmm. but it's just who I happen to be, who I am at the moment. And I think that feeling, you refer to it as like pain, mm -hmm. is what really makes me like you know what? I got to like get rid of this. I can't act like that. And not even, you know, yes. And I guess in a sense for other people's sake, but for my sake, because I'm not happy with me and I can't be happy with me until I'm free of this. And clearly I can't do it myself, myself. I can't rid myself of this behavior. So I am just like, I just gotta like quite literally give it up to God. Right. And, like, which is requires willingness Some willingness yeah and like i'm ready for this not to be a part of my life i'm ready for this not to be like something i do because of the way it makes me feel the way it makes other people feel so i think what i'm getting from this is pain is a great motivator mm -hmm. when and for me too for me it looks a lot like that i wish it wasn't that way and i don't think it has to be but that's usually when when i am ready to let the rope drop mm -hmm. is when i'm in enough pain 
Um, and so when we're talking about this step and, and willingness, willingness is a, is the key to not just step six. I think it's for every step. Mm -hmm. I think you need willingness. I need, but it's that whole idea of being entirely ready. Yeah. And some, like, I, I think we've talked about some things I'm just not ready to give up. Some things I, some things I'm not even aware of yeah. yet, <laughs> you know, like, cause I'm a work in progress. And I think that's the whole point of this step six is it's a daily thing that you work on and it's all about progress not perfection but this step we are aiming towards perfection i think i don't know if i already talked about that but like our goal is that is to be as close to spirit as possible mm -hmm. and i think i have to because i can get stuck in progress not perfection and almost use it as an excuse to like yeah to, like, to be like well i'm not perfect to like stay in the second place and stuff right to be complacent mm -hmm. and but then again i circle back and i get in pain it's almost like the repetition of said it's defects, like said gremlin cycle, yeah. promotes the whole, like, let's get rid of this. We, uh, discard it. It's get not, rid of this yeah, gremlin. Just, Send them packing. Yeah. But it is, it's a daily thing. It's a, it's a step. It's a daily step. Mm -hmm. It's a daily work in progress. And I have to wake up willing every day to work on it, these or allow spirit to work on yes. these things inside me. And I'm going to fall short. That's okay. It's also not an excuse to try. I think that's what I'm trying to say. It's not an excuse to not try. Yes. Or. By falling short. By falling short. I still have to try. I can't just say fuck it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know. Um, I think what I want to tell people is this is. If people have read Alcoholics Anonymous, for those listeners who are not in the program, um who are curious about willingness and what that looks like, there's a great book called drop the rock. And cause in, in the big book, step six and step seven are literally like two paragraphs. So there's a lot of questions that mm -hmm. comes up. I certainly had a lot when I got to these steps as a sponsee and um, that's a good book. And when, one of the things in, in that book is to act as if, so to me, that's like trying an effort. So like even if I am feeling really selfish, I like I, I don't want to go do this thing because I'd rather be doing this thing. Yeah. I act as if and do it anyway. So to use that in my example real quick is like, even though I got that bad tip and it threw me off, like I'm still going to pretend like it's a great day and I'm having fun at yeah. work and like I love it, even though I'm not really. And even if I sort of lash out and I'm, it's clearly I'm not to other people and myself that I'm not you know, in a good mood, I still try to you act still, like Yep, him. effort. I think act that's what it's if. about, baby. All right, baby. Yeah. So that's a, <laughs> I feel, I feel like that's probably a wrap on willingness. I mean, it's not because that's a daily thing. Yes. <laughs> we're it's gonna, a wrap on this episode. A wrap on, well, well um, no, because no. we're going to do some. Ooh, I couldn't even hit that. <laughs> and we just lost 10 more viewers. <laughs> That's our jingle for today. <laughs> oh, man, we got to work on that. All right. When we get back, gratitude. 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 Ooh.
Thank you. <laughs> I should go on. <laughs> I should go on Broadway. Just kidding. So gratitude. You want me to start, right? Let's have you start. Yes. Okay. Ladies first. Ladies first. Thank you. Ladies first. Ladies first. Uh, what am I grateful for this week? Easy answer for me is my boyfriend Mike. Ooh, um, he's just been so supportive, and he's so gracious when it comes. Because I've been kind of a basket case about moving, and I am just kind of hormonal too. I mean, I mean, okay. I talked to you a little bit about that yeah. in private, but whatever. I've just been like a basket case, and he's just like he's he's just the best partner i i'm i just feel so lucky like he's very different from me he's very kind of go with the flow things don't really bother him he doesn't get easily agitated he's just very even and i'm just not and <laughs> i think i really i just need him like not in a codependent way i just feel like we complement each other and i'm just grateful he's very thoughtful too. he's very thoughtful like when I was at the GSR at the area assembly yesterday, he let me borrow his truck because he calls it a crock. A crock? <laughs> because it's not a real truck. Okay. It's like a car slash truck. Oh, okay. it's like a pretty. Mu- it's pretty much an SUV with a truck bed. Why not a trar? I don't know. Run that by him. Crux, I will. I'll go home and say, hey, what about have you considered? <laughs> Just like with no context either. <laughs> calling it a trar. He'll <laughs> be like, come again? <laughs> but yeah, he, he, I was bringing Melissa with me and she just got knee surgery and he was like, take my crux <laughs> because it's way more comfortable. So it's not even just me. It's like my friends. Mm-hmm. He just cares about people and, yeah. and he detailed my truck, my actual truck. When um when I was at the assembly, the in, the inside and the outside, yeah, I came and he, he had to drive it yesterday. He goes, that thing drives like a cement mixer because <laughs> it's an actual truck and he's not used to it anymore. It was really funny. So that's just above and beyond the for, foremost thought in my head when I think of gratitude in this moment is my mic mm. and just how beautiful of a person he is and i i just appreciate and him that so beard. much and that beard yeah i know what if he shaved it <sighs> that's it so i see i'm moving back down yeah. today oh so your turn what are you my turn for? but also Sorry, first mine I was s- really long i, I want to say like thanks to mike because i love when my people are taken care of by Aww. people and it just makes me happy that they're happy so by Aww. extent i'm grateful for you too mike okay in your beard and your crack <laughs> it's a nice looking crack too your trar Try. Yeah, sorry. Try. Not try. <laughs> um, my great gra- gratitude this week, um, in light of my example of this whole episode of what I was talking about at work, uh, I have to throw it to my boss, Anne, mm. um, for more than just one reason, like a myriad of reasons. Oh, yeah. smarty pants sitting across <laughs> from me. That's like one of my like three, like 10th grade words that I use. <laughs> um, well, it worked on me. I'm like, oof. I- like swooning over here oh um because friday i was just once i had that bad experience with that one table that wasn't even a bad experience it was just a mildly displeasant experience that i took way out of proportion that's what we do um she was so supportive and she like was i mean i think for like the sake of the restaurant so i get it she's like shut up i need you so can you not like be a little bitch right now (laughs) which is totally fair 
Um, but she was like trying to like, why don't you like go on this like boat cruise we're going on? I'm like, why don't you take your mom and do? And she was trying to like refocus me and make me think positively. And that's what I need in life, I guess, sometimes. But it would be nice if I didn't even get to the negative place to begin with. But I'm grateful for her. And also because she's the one that like got the ball rolling for me in terms of like recovery. Yeah. Like she was the one that came to my tiny little crappy apartment and sat at the kitchen table with me and my mom and like made phone calls to like get me into treatment and and without that day without those actions i would not be sitting here and like sitting here is pretty great honestly Mm -hmm. considering i could be like you know asleep drunk still right now which would not be as great and i'd be way less you know full in terms of my little spiritual cup and stuff so yeah i think i gotta get shout out to ann because she has just been she's resilient and she puts that with me and i don't really know why oh I, well because i know why i mean i guess i know why but like i just sorry that i have to put her through that stuff so i'm grateful that she's always been there and you know thanks ann yeah thanks ann, ann with an e and with an like with the, two n's oh and a n n yes no e Yes. Okay. <laughs> and then you. I guess Anne with me has two ones too. But, you okay. know. <laughs> I digress. Thank you, Anne. Thanks, Anne. Thank you also for taking care of Ken in a, in a different way. You met way. her once, right? I don't think I have met Anne. Well, you were at the restaurant. Oh. Yeah. Yes. You I did her. meet yeah. Anne. Yeah. I was like, those are my recovery friends. <laughs> and she's like, I'm busy. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh. She, not, she was not like that at all. <laughs> Uh, all right, well, let's do some listener gratitude. Ken? I'll start? Yeah. All right. So this one comes from uh, Mad Rich, as we call her. Uh, my dear friend Maddie, one of my work my besties. Aww. Um, She is grateful for her work family. <laughs> this group of amazing... What if she was like excluding Ken? <laughs> excluding Ken, yeah. He's a bitch. <laughs> this group of amazing individuals are my best friends, my therapists, motivators, support system, comedians, shoulders to cry, and overall the most genuine group of human beings ever. Aww. I'm so grateful to have you all in my on my life. She wrote on my life. Mm-hmm. I think she meant in my life. I, that's that's what, you don't have to call her out like that. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> she, she made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> um thank you for sharing maddie thank you maddie it's funny it's it's really nice that you feel that way about your work people because that we spend a great deal of time with with our work with our co-workers and i think that's really nice that yeah that you have that support in that aspect of your life i think that's awesome it's because if you can (laughs) no i was not going to credit myself it's just the community that we fought that is fostered in our restaurant is just yeah it's lovely. Nice. It's fun. All right. Okay. So I have one from Kevin. Kevin. My cat? No, just kidding. What's good about. I, think I did this last time too. Yeah. You said Kevin was Kevin. my cat? <laughs> no. There's, there's a lot of Kevins in the world. <laughs> I know these Kevins are like, let us live. We're humans. <laughs> yeah. So, Kevin, uh, what's good about Kevin's week? He says, I got to hear an incredible speaker. I had never heard before. I had a meeting last night. I Ooh. love that because I understand that sometimes mm-hmm. I go I go to a lot of the same meetings, so I think it's really special to get to hear like a different person. Yes, I love that as well. Thank you for sending what what's good about your no. week. That's an awesome. I, I like what you said though. Yes. yes. Sometimes when you hear the same people over and over, it's like there's nothing wrong with you. No, I mean I love the people I go yeah. to because you get to fo- like just like Maddie was saying, she you get to foster that kind of community and that kind of love in relationships with those people, but. Mm-hmm. 
it's always nice to expand your horizons and hear other experiences that right. might hit you in a certain way. And mm-hmm. you might hear something you didn't even know that you needed and to hear. And it might make you think of something in a different way that you've never thought of it before. Mm-hmm. I love that. Which can like revolutionize like your whole day and like your And your whole, whole life. Yeah. I've heard things from other people that have revolutionized the way that I think about something yeah. for can, the rest of my life. I think easily I can like on like two hands, probably more than that, think of like individual speakers I've heard that have like changed the way I thought. Yep. So thank you, Kevin. Thanks, Kevin. Um, so I think that's it for this week. And we're going to be back next week. You know we are because uh, if it, if you're that one person who has told us that you enjoy listening to us, you're the reason why we keep going. There's only one person saying that? I don't know. I don't no. know. I've heard it from a couple uh, okay, of people. Yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. saying if you're one of those people. One of those, yes. I just, I just can't talk. Same. So it's time to go. All right. I just want to say keep so going. And farewell. Avida, say goodbye. I don't know what the words are. I don't know either, but keep going and keep growing. Boom. Love you. You're worth it. Mic drop. Mic drop. Hey, thanks for listening. If you have any recommendations on topics that you'd like to hear us discuss, or if you'd like to share your gratitude with us, send us an email at podcastnotperfection at gmail.com. See you next time.